We're so happy to be in your presence once again with the Word of God, and we thank God for this opportunity. My name is Pastor Isaac Hammond from Baton Rouge, Louisiana, pastor of Neely United Methodist Church at 1755 Thomas Deplet, Baton Rouge, Louisiana, 70802. And we look forward to this weekly opportunity to put a seed in your life and hope that seed will grow and help you for all eternity. Today we have the seed of today. And today we just want to talk about love. As we're getting ready to celebrate Valentine's Day um, in two days and we're celebrating this month of Black History Month and we're talking about what love is all about. In the Bible it tells us that love um, can stand the test of time. That Jesus came to this world for the thing called love. He went to the cross for love. He went because he loved us that much. For the Bible says in John 3rd chapter 16 verse, it says, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whoever believe in him shall not perish, but they shall have everlasting life. For Jesus didn't come into the world and condemn the world, but he came that we might have life and have it more abundantly. And who doesn't want an abundant life? Who doesn't want a life uh, that's joyous, that's happy, that's blessed, and contains all the blessings of God and all the favor of God on them and their family? Well, hallelujah right now, I'll tell you that um, you can have all those things and have a successful life if you just place your life in the hand of Jesus. For he came to this world to give you a right to the tree of life that you could smile and the devil's power could not keep you where you are. But you are overcomer because you are in the name of Jesus and you trust in him and you lean not to your own understanding, but in all your ways acknowledge him and he will direct your path. I want to come today with four aspects of love. Um, the Bible says that uh, we have to love our neighbor as ourselves. The first aspect of love I want to talk about is uh, what they call the ancient Eros um, type love. It's a passionate type love. Uh, that's the kind of love that when we have it um, toward one another, of, of our wives, our, our husbands, um, a marital type love where we fall in love with somebody and we dedicate our life to that person, um, a passionate type of relationship of man and woman. That is an Eros type love. And God be the glory. God placed marriage here for us to have a joyous life, to have a mate that we can be and call our own and uh, we can work together and start businesses and start um, adventures one with each other. For he gave Adam Eve and blessed their life and said, be fruitful and multiply. He wanted Adam to be a whole and in order to be whole, you have to have that helpmate in your life. That's the Eros type love. But then the second love is the filler type love. In the Bible, it's a filler type love, which means Philadelphia, the brotherly type love. Uh, it's a friendly type love, the way you have 
towards your classmates and you look out for each other and you work together and if one fall, all fall. If one is successful, we all successful. If one is hurting, we're all hurting. Uh, one going through bereavement, we all are suffering loss. Uh, that's the friendly type love of a friend. Uh, in the Bible, we read about the story of Jonathan and David and how David had the anointing of being the king one day, but Saul was the king and he had a son by the name of Jonathan. And Jonathan should have been um, the next in line for the king, but he looked out for his good friend David. And the Bible said his souls were just like one. Um, they loved each other. They were good friends. They hung out with each other. They looked out and protected each other. Even when um, Jonathan's dad, Saul, wanted to kill David, Jonathan still looked out for his friend. He didn't let his daddy have a, his way with his good friend David. So he looked out for him. And that's what we all should do to our friends. We should look out for one another, help each other, protect each other, encourage one another. That's what love is all about. Uh, the next type of love is a storage type love. This type of love, according to the ancient Greek and the ancient translation of what a story should be, is the family type love. This is the type of love that you have for your sister and your brother, for your cousins and uh, the ones that you grew up with and all those that are connected to, to you by bloodline. This is storage type love. You ought to love your family members because you all grew up together and you're all working together. You should help one another because in that time, families stayed together. They even lived in the same house and um, grandma and the sons and children and even the grandchildren all stayed connected in the house. And one day we shall be in the kingdom of God where um, God shall let us come into his mansion and everybody shall have a room, and we shall all be part of the family of God forever. So you should love one another, and love with a, a storage-type love. For your brother may be hurting, but you may have the solution to put a smile on your brother's face. The last type of love I want to leave with you today is the agape-type love. This love is unconditional. It comes with no um, hatred. It comes with no jealousy. It comes with um, no envy. It comes with things um, that are hard to explain because it's an agape type love. Um, I heard one man say one time, it's just like a dog that loves his owner. Um, the dog may um, feel mistreated when you push him away or you don't want to be bothered with him and uh, you put his food down, but you don't want to spend time with him. But yet the next day he'll come back wagging his tail, showing you love when you rejected him the day before because you wanted to spend time alone. That's the agape type love. But the biggest example of agape type love is what Jesus did for us. For Jesus left heaven and came down to this rough old world. And he came down a virgin canal, and the Bible says that he grew up with us. And at 12 years old, he went to the temple and began to talk to the religious leaders, teaching them what salvation was all about. Everywhere he went, he began this ministry, and he got baptized. And 
according to Romans, the sixth chapter, when he got baptized, um, and Matthew, the second and third chapter, John the Baptist, who baptized him, said, I'm not worthy to baptize Jesus. I'm not even worthy to latch his shoes and unlatch his laces. But Jesus said, you must baptize me because it is written. And the Bible says he laid down in that water as a form of baptism. He didn't have to do it because he was sinless, but he chose to make his father happy. And the Bible says when he got baptized, he began his earthly ministry of salvation. And a voice came from heaven saying, this is my son who I love. And the Holy Spirit descended on Jesus when he got up out that water like a dove. I know that some people say that it came down like a dove, a natural dove, but the Bible say it ascended on him like a dove. A dove is a docile animal. He's soft-natured. That means the Holy Spirit just fell on Jesus in a calm spirit. And he began his earthly ministry of what love was all about. He did not have to do it, but he did. And the Bible says he healed um, broken limbs and he uh, restored broken hearts and he um, opened blinded eyes and he opened deaf ears and he did all these things and he delivered people from evil bondage and he showed people how to pray and he showed people how to love. He fed the 5,000 and he raised Lazarus from the grave. And whatever you need Jesus to do for you right now, he will do it. Hallelujah in the name of Jesus. God is able to do all things. And he's still in the miracle working business. Uh, I go to the hospital all the time. Uh, time but uh, we must remember when even in our sick day, on our sick bed, that Jesus still has the power to heal you. Sometimes we get tired and weary and we wonder, is Jesus still with us? And we wonder, does he still love us? Because it seems like life gets so hard. But I'm here today to tell you that love is always there when you have Jesus in your life. And not only did he show us all these things, he taught us how to pray, as all um, good people do. We must pray and ask the Father in the name of Jesus Christ when we need things in our life. Not only when we need things, just to stay in connection with God. We have to do that as we're going to call ourselves Christians and children of Almighty God. We got to talk to Daddy in heaven and get our spirits lifted up. But while he was here on earth, he went to the upper room one night and broke bread with the disciples. And they all drank from the same cup. And the Bible says that he gave himself and said, I won't do this again until we eat together over in glory at the great wedding feast. And the Bible says they broke the bread and they all ate together and they all drank together. And they celebrated the Passover and they realized they were eating Jesus' body and drinking his blood. He says that often as you do it, do it in remembrance of me and my suffering. And the very next day, he went to the cross after being judged all night long, beaten and whipped and punched in the face, spit upon, beard was ripped out and 
the Bible said his mother looked at him and said his vintage was marred. That means his mother Mary could not even recognize her son because he had been beaten so bad and his body was so swollen from all the affliction. He went to the cross of Calvary and the Bible says that while he was on the cross, he said, if I be lifted up, I draw all men unto me. Uh, there were two that was on the cross beside him. One said, Lord, remember me when you go into your kingdom. And Jesus said unto him that very day, today you shall be with me in paradise. And there was one that did not accept Jesus who was right by his side. And that's what you call love. Even on the cross where they had no water to baptize or nothing to take for communion, Jesus said, today you shall be with me in paradise. And I'm here today to tell you that you're blessed that you have a chance to give your life to Christ. You're blessed and you're highly favored that God has given you time to get your life together. That's what you call love. If you may not, you may not have a love for Valentine's this year. You may not feel like you got the love that everybody else has in their life. But I'm here today to tell you that the devil is a liar. You have Jesus. You have all the love in the world. For Jesus is love. And he's there to help you every day of your life. So I ask you, do you repent of your sins? Do you believe that Jesus Christ came to this world and told us about love? Do you believe that he gave himself a ransom on the cross of Calvary for my sin and for your sin? Do you believe that he went to a bar tomb to bar for the weekend? But early that Sunday morning, he got up with all power in his hand. Do you believe that today? Well, do you believe that one day he's coming back again? If you believe that and said it with your mouth and believe it, truly believe it in your heart, your name is written in the books of heaven. Go get in a good Bible teaching church where you can learn more about love. Go hear the testimonies of the saints. If God did it for them, he will do it for you. We love you at Neely. We love you as the, the body of Christ. If you need us, give us a call at 225-344-2050. Be blessed and remember the smile on your face may be helping somebody along the way.